Yes, guys. Hello and welcome back to the Once You're In, You're In podcast. This is season three. Um, we don't know what episode it is, but we're not going to say what episode it is. Um, it is going to be... Somewhere in the 120s. God knows where, yeah. yeah. Hopefully Sam puts it in there. Um, yeah. That's what we're paying him for, just to know what episode we're on. So um, basically, we're going to do a catch-up uh, and then we're going to also do a separate Q&A episode. So thank you again for, for those who have asked questions. Uh, again, as we said last week, we are closing in on some milestones 500 subscribers let's yeah. get there pretty soon and i mean 800 spotify followers sounds cool but a, yeah. a thousand that is what we really yeah. want 500 subs sounds more impressive because people are subscribed to a youtube channel where we yeah. post it on our social media where they were the founders so if you're watching this on spotify go on to youtube I think, spotify, I think i i don't like we've said before i would never follow something on spotify no, I so i think, think it's pretty cool that we've actually got followers on spotify. yeah i follow zero things i've said this before yeah. zero things on spotify i've never thought oh i want it to be announced when this is out no, even it's cool that people do yeah no definitely so I, I i would but i just never really thought of it as a thing until like realizing that it's a thing from, yeah but that being thing. said like and guys don't unsubscribe but do you yeah, ever go onto don't. youtube and click like the only thing i'll ever click on youtube is the top button which gives you recommended videos Back in the day, you used to click like subscriptions, and it would show all in like a yeah, chronological order. But it just of the comes pe- up with your subscriptions yeah. anyway. Yeah, but now it like kind of promotes the ones you actually watch. Yeah. But yeah, like, I can't think oh, I'm going to subscribe to this channel, so I always see their videos. If you watch a few, usually they'll just pop up yeah. if you're subscribed or not. So yeah, we've got a few things to talk about. Um, I feel like you're quite like pent up and sat up, like this chair, mate. I'm quite relaxed. We've got different chairs. So this one, I'm leaning back, and Finn looks a little bit. There we go. You look a bit more relaxed, mate. You look a little bit on edge. Like, is everything okay? No, I'm just a bit on anxious. Edge. No, I'm thinking that this this coffee is getting cold, so I'm, okay. I'm going to quickly go into the coffee. Coffee story. You're Finn's got me a Starbucks. Yeah. Okay. So basically, coffee story from this morning. So I messaged Reese. Do you want uh, do you want a Starbucks? Picking up on the way. He said yeah. So basically, there's on the Starbucks app, you can choose where you where you're picking it up from. But there's so many different ones. So it's like local to you or nearby. There's so many different ones, and like Leicester. North, northeast or Forest East. Leicester Forest East yeah. is the mo- is the motorway. Yeah. But there's Forest East Main, and Forest East DT, which is drive through. Okay. But the DT one didn't even come up. Okay. So I was like, I'll just click the main one. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't really think of it. I was like, oh, it's just that one. And anyway, I got there, and the guy was like, you haven't ordered anything. And I was like, I have, and I showed him. Yeah. And he was like, oh, it's sound. I'll just make you it. Yeah. So that's why there's no sticker on it, because uh-huh. usually there'd be a sticker on it, and then yeah. you'd know what the drink is. So Reese doesn't know what I've got him. What have you got me, though, mate? I mean, is it, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. That's the whole point. Let's have a sip. It's not, this isn't hot. It's like a warm well, Yeah, coffee. because it's been like half an hour since I bought it. Oh, that's quite nice, though. I have no idea. I'm not a coffee connoisseur, but that's nice. Have a guess. Um... I honestly haven't had stuff. This is my first Starbucks in over a month. Do you want, some, do you want some info? Yeah. Some like background info? Yeah, you can maybe this? guess. Okay. It's got 85.7 milligrams of caffeine. Sorry, okay. I didn't get decaf. I know it's a rest day, oh, but I thought... Yeah, I'm going to be amped up. We need to be amped up. Yeah, I'm going to be <laughs> bouncing off the walls. Um, it's just under 150 calories. Okay, so I've fucked my diet already. Two grams of fat, 20 carb, 11.8 protein. Okay. Um, is it one of the... No, I'd be able to taste if it was like that gingerbread spice one or whatever. Is it a gingerbread spice one? No. No. Okay, can't tell. I don't me. think they're doing that at the minute. Pumpkin yeah. spice latte. Pump- yeah, that's through, what it like, is. Just through October, I yeah. think. So what is it? It is a caramel macchiato Okay. with nice. blonde roast, okay. an, an extra shot of blonde roast, so okay. it's got three shots. Okay. Um, usually it comes with vanilla syrup, but I changed it to sugar-free vanilla. Okay. I think it's really it. nice. It's sweet. It's Skin like Sanaya would love something it like is this because it's very but sweet. It's, it's not. It's not warm enough. Yeah. I should have got extra hot. Yeah, extra hot. Can you ask for that? Like when you oh. it comes to because sometimes you just get them and they're like yeah, stupidly no, fucking ask, hot and you, you have to wait ask, like twenty minutes. Yeah, but you can ask for extra hot. I usually mm. ask for extra hot because for some reason since prep my taste buds just I, I have no. Mate, yeah, you were eating in, Ve- in Vegas some food that was like I'm honest like how it's not burning <laughs> your insides. Like Finn was eating food that was like almost on fire from a microwave. And it's like it's almost like he's cooked his rice four times. Like it's that maybe it was fried. There'd be points like towards the back end of prep where if my food wasn't like red, red hot, I'd be like, I need to heat it up again. Why? Do you think it's just because it was slowed you down eating it? Maybe, but I I almost think it was just like if it. I enjoyed it more. Yeah, like when it was really hot. Spicy food produce like literally produces like serotonin when it comes to like you eat spicy food you feel good. So I know it's not spice. I don't fucking hate spice. No, I know it's not spice, but maybe it's similar where it's hot. So you're like, oh yeah, I feel so full. 
Or maybe it was, it's because your stomach's like a... bleeding and then no, you don't was, want to eat again for the yeah, next three really hours. Yeah. <laughs> Shitting out blood all the time. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with me. Well, satiety's wicked though. Yeah. No, it was It was never to do with satiety. Like It was never like, oh, like I'm going to have it hotter because I feel like fuller for it. Yeah. Maybe that was subconsciously, but I don't think it Filter. was. Fuller It was more so just like, you know, if like, let's say you were to get a, a meal out and mm. it's not properly hot yeah, you'd, you'd be a little bit, bit like heart annoying yeah. so it was almost like when I'm at home I'm going to make sure every meal is as like nice as possible yeah. but I think I just did it subconsciously anyway but yeah. yeah like with my drinks and stuff I honestly just think right like, I'll finish a drink and Shannon's like how are you drinking that like, it's red hot and yeah. then I'll drink hers and I'm like that's absolutely fine yeah. but I don't I think it's like a new thing that I've developed yeah I think I just in the trenches so much that yeah, my body you just, just will, you will take you, anything yeah, you could just your mouth's just like oh food I'll take yeah, this even no if it's horrible it or just so it spicy anything. or anything yeah. I feel like we need to do one like where we do like a questions like prep like quirks like Josh Campbell's I have to have an Epsom salt bath yeah, for 45 I, saw, I saw Josh I'm sorry mate I, I, I didn't actually and I've said this before um, I said it to him uh, I didn't ever really watch Josh's stories at all until we went to Vegas and then because we like tagged each other in a few stories I always see his stories and he put up a story like a week ago and he was like uh, put a photo of the bath and he was like can't like a PTSD or like when I had to spend 45 minutes or 30 minutes in the bath after every session and I had to and it was like yeah it was like I had to it was like no one's making you it's not like oh god I have, yeah, prep. You have to do. I was checking have up on him every five minutes. Are you in the bath? You still in the bath? You hey mate, can I just bath. get can I get a photo of you just making sure you you're still in the bath? Yeah, yeah don't get in the bath. Thirty minutes. I saw it. and I was like, God, you get you, everyone develops these weird prep tendencies and quirks of just while, like, uh, while we're talking about Josh, being a bit odd. Yeah, uh, I hope I hope Harry's okay, mate. His, Harry, his uh, his fish. His pet fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 He'll be like, why are you laughing? <laughs> Bless him. So Shannon Shannon said she was like, did you see Josh's story? And I was like, no, what was it? And she was like. uh Oh, he's, it was about his his um, fish, and I was like, "Oh yeah, he sent me a voice note about it." Yeah. And she was like, "He said he's like stopped work and everything because of it." And I was like, "What?" So apparently, like because of his fish, he didn't do any check-ins. He hey guys, can't do any didn't check-ins. do his form <laughs> feedback. But to be fair, like he did say that he'd had him since he was a kid. He's had him like nine years. So I also think like, how can you develop? But he's still that alive. Oh, that's good. Well, like carry, well done, Harry. Carry on. Yeah. I also think like in a weird way, maybe it's because I've never owned a fish. I've never owned a fish. I wouldn't give a fuck if, if I saw yeah, my fish. It dead. wasn't. It was like a decent sized fish. It wasn't like a tiny goldfish. Okay. I don't yeah. know, Josh. Let us know what what um, what brand breed. is. Yeah. yeah. What breed of fish is it? Yeah. But anyway, in all seriousness, like you hang in there, Harry. Yeah. Just send, send in love from the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, Harry, the fish <laughs> in, a, in a fish tank next to Josh's bed. Yeah. So um, yeah. How's things, mate? How's the last week been? You've been all complaining good. a little bit about your your split, your shoulder. It's just my back. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's, like I said, I think I said it on it on the podcast last week. It was just a case of taking the stiff leg with the Texas deadlift bar and just not really respecting it enough and then losing a bit of tightness. And yeah. then my back's not been great ever since, which is annoying. But it's the same yeah. issue that I had years ago. Yeah. Um, I remember I had it in my first prep from RDL in. Yeah. And then when I took the RDL out, like over time, it kind of went away. So that's why I'm not hinging at the minute. But I reckon it's getting a lot better. Even after yesterday, like yeah. from doing the Smith press and doing that limp press, like last night my traps like really yeah. tight. And then waking up this morning, it's like I can still feel that issue. It's not just like tightness; it's like almost like a, a bruising kind of stabbing pain in my like in the left side of my ribs at the back. Mm. Uh, I think it is to do with like potentially like an intercostal issue, so like muscle in between my rib cage. I yeah. think it's something to do with that. It's the exact I could literally yeah. pinpoint it like with it, like the exact point where it is. But then getting in on it makes it worse because it like bruises yeah. it. So like I'm, we've both got physio today, so I'll be seeing Aaron. I'm just gonna get him to do like my my traps, because when I have the issue, it's like under my scap in my rib cage. When that flares up, my traps get really tight, yeah. and then my shoulder rolls forward, and yeah. then my pressing feels awkward yeah. and stuff. So it's like it impacts. It doesn't impact my leg training. My leg training is really good, but it impacts like my upper training. Yeah. So it's annoying. Um, but yeah, like. I'd say, obviously, like you say, I've been complaining about it. Like, no, you're not been complaining. Nowhere near the, as much as like, don't complain about injuries, guys. Yeah, one of the last. But nowhere podcasts. near as much as I would no. have. Like, I let's say again, like two, three years ago, I'd have been like almost depressed because of it. Like, yeah. so stressed out about it. Like, yeah. letting it impact my day to day life. Letting it impact every single session. Whereas now, it's like it is what it is. I, you know, I say these same things to my clients all the time. Like, you know focus on what you can do rather than what you can't do if all mm. i'm thinking about is that oh, i can't hinge i can't hinge or this hurts or that hurts like you're just stressing yourself out all the time and then your sleep's not as good your digestion's not as good so you take even longer to recover yeah. then you're the arsey day to day it's like oh it's not worth it like i enjoy training so i'll make it work however i can 
know yeah. what I mean? So at the minute, if I'm not hinging, so be it. I'm not hinging. My back training is still really good. I'm really enjoying my back sessions. My push training, yeah, it's okay. It's not amazing, but no. I'm still enjoying it. And my leg training is really good. It's just like, oh, I can't do a hip hinge. And like a few months ago, I'd have been, well, yeah, a few months ago, I was yeah, back end of prep. I, was, I think I was still hinging. Yeah. I'd have probably been more stressed then thinking, oh, shit. Like, yeah, my posture change is going to be shows, shit. Yeah. yeah. Whereas now it's sort of like, it's really not the end of the world. Yeah. But again, a few years back, I'd have been like, oh my God, I'm not hinging for a month. Like, I'm being a pussy because of my back. And it's like, whereas now I'm like, I know that it's just going to make it worse. Yeah, it's so going to take time. I just got to be smart around it. Yeah. I think that's something we've both developed a lot in recent years. Like, a few it's years just, ago. Yeah, we, not really giving much of a fuck because it's like, well, it's you're just, just going to making sure you don't Yeah, you're just going to stress yourself out and just make it worse. Like, realistically, I think it's one of those, like, we'll have clients where um, the first time they ever pick up any injury yeah like on me it's like literally fucked. yeah the end of the world it's like so like it's the end of the world i have a client uh joe joe care uh looks, looks really good, good. Yeah, he does look really good um so i've been coaching him now for like five months and he's like got a bit of a back issue and he's injured constantly <clears throat> no no he's just horrendous programming, <laughs> <laughs> programming. Got got hinging, every oh, session. Yeah, hinging every session bent rowing after every hinge oh, i don't know why why he's not recovering um no he's, he's got a bit of a back issue and like it's been annoying him for like a couple of weeks and he messages me on like monday being like not being able to hinge makes me really depressed and like i literally just like saw the message like, i'll get back to him on the check-in like, i'm not gonna send him a voice a message like that i'm like i'll get back to him when i like got a minute to be like bro just get a grip so i sent his check-in through and i was like sent everything over and then literally two days after he's like um gonna try 200 if it doesn't move fuck it and i'm like mate if you can try 200 you're not that yeah. bad like and also like if it <laughs> Let's say you do that, and, and it, it makes, makes it, worse. it worse. Yeah, you'll you, learn. You've only yeah, got yourself yeah. to blame. But you'll learn because you'll go, I probably shouldn't yeah. do that. You know, like, I haven't pressed now efficiently for, like, ages. mate, like, yeah. three months. Like, my AC joint has just no been irritated. Your chest looks shit yesterday. Yeah, my chest does look really flat, to be fair. Like, it's really noticeable. <laughs> like, it's very, very flat. To be um, fair, one thing that is quite good, though, is that your front delts look... Your front delts, you, yesterday, your side delts don't look anywhere near as dominant, but I no. think also that's partly just when you're a bit fatter. Yeah, when I'm, it's because how pointy and sharp they yeah. are. But, um, but I definitely actually think, like, um, kind of skip skipping between topics here, I definitely think, like, my physique's, like, pretty, like, balanced now, which I'm quite, like, obviously when I get lean, it'll be interesting to see. But I think I've definitely brought up areas, like, for example, in comparison to my side delts, like my legs, for example, I think look really balanced Where on the front. Where do you think you're weak now? Because like I've got I've got a, I've got a arms I think could idea. be better not an yeah. idea but I've got an insight into something that I think you won't agree with. Okay, um, I'm interested to hear this. So anyway, before I interject to get we get into this, my chest has been a bit shit training wise. Uh, my chest is alright when it's okay, but because I'm wide when I get lean, it always looks a little bit flat and it's very easy to go flat just with how like wide my kind of um, shoulders clavicles. like are. Yeah, my clavicles are. Um, I'd say if I was to pick like weak points. My midsection is still not the best, but I think it's not as bad, but it's still... Hard to tell. Yeah, it's hard lean. to tell. Uh, my delts are definitely less overpowering, but that can only... When I get lean, like my delts are pretty stupid, this, so they this will... This tidy up will be good to Yeah, see, it'll be good to see. You can have a more of an insight when you get lean. I think my quads are a lot better. I think my glutes are still shit. I think my glutes are pretty shit, like, if I was to be honest. Um, my lower back's thicker, but it always looks thicker when I'm fatter and when I'm hinging a lot. Um, I think, I'd say my arms need to be better. I'd say like my forearms definitely. Like my forearms are, like vascular in detail, but they're quite thin in comparison. So like a front double bicep, my arms don't look bad, but I definitely think if I was to get lean, they would uh, need to be better. Uh, I don't really. I feel like it's one of those, especially when you look at it from a bodybuilding sense. Everything just needs a bit of work, you know. Like yeah, my, like what would you what would you be saying? What do you think I'd go disagree? You know how with? you always used to think that your hamstrings were like so good compared to your quads. Yeah. I don't think they are anywhere near anymore. I think quads have come on a lot yeah. but from the side. I think a lot of it's posing, yeah. but like your side leg is all quad. Oh yeah, most of the, yeah. Like, but I also think that is probably posing. I think a lot of it's posing because your hamstrings yeah. from the back are pretty good. Yeah, but I think a lot of it as well from the back is your adductors because your adductors are very good. Yeah. So you think my hamstrings? Hamstrings are yeah. I honestly yeah. think, and, and I think that's probably because like when you do a hip hinge, I think you get a lot more erector, a lot more back out mm. of your hip hinge. Yeah, and then if you think about it, your hamstring volume is pretty low oh, really because well. yeah. you've always thought that they're really strong, and they I have think, been. They used yeah, to be. Yeah. Like when you used to hit a side leg, and again when you're leaner, it's different. I think it, yeah. The problem is when you're fat, you almost sit on your you, you hit your side pose a little bit differently because when you're lean, your hamstring will just sit if you don't even like if you just sit onto that leg without contracting, yeah. your hamstring will like hang. When when you're fat, it's all blurred. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you yeah, can't you really can see. see that separation still yeah. from your quad to your ham. I think yeah. a lot of it is posing. Like yeah. your posing could be a lot better, but obviously you are fat. Yeah. So it's difficult. Yes. So yeah. your posing could be a lot better. But I do think 
I think you do need to prioritize your hamstrings a little bit more mm. and just practice posing like the side shots. Yeah, I think the side shots. It's one of those side shots are fucking horrendous to side get. Side tricep, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Side chest, like your hamstring. It, like, have a look at the photos when oh, you yeah. get a chance. Yeah, yeah. Like the side chest. Oh, mate, go, oh shit, yeah. Like a hamstring. There's not much there, like in terms of hanging down compared yeah. to what it used to be. Yeah, I, I also think as well, like my quads have come from like pretty much like one of like my mm. weakest body parts to probably like yeah, one of my best. Good body part. Now. Yeah, so like but still from the front. I think your adductors make your quads look a lot better from the front. Yeah, yeah. But I've definitely got more of like an outer sweep now, which is good because I had no outer sweep prior. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Like, ideally, for people that don't know, I'm like three days, what is it, Thursday? So yeah, this is the fourth day into a tidy up. Oh, I'm a bit flat, guys. I've, I've pulled off 2.8 kilos, another 0.5 drop. And yeah, I'm thinking I might need to refeed. Fair. Yeah, this this will spill this will this will spill me over. Uh, to be fair, my rest day my rest day my, my rest day food's like fuck all in comparison to what it was. What was it? Uh, three hundred carb, three hundred protein, eighty fat, which was like prior. Yeah. Eighty what? fat. Eighty. I know. Jesus Christ. That's mental. That that's still like for me. That's still like quite a lot compared yeah. to where I'm at currently. Still. Yeah. Well, mate, like, my, my training day food, I pulled off four hundred carb. I think like fifteen my, fat my and then thirty protein on a training day altogether. Yeah, I'm still more food than you. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's funny though, isn't it? So yeah, so basically a little tidy up. Um, it's one of those where like I'll have people through social media clients like I don't think I've had a single person say to me, "Good thing you're tidying up, bro. You're fat." But I'm at that no point. No one's going to say that though, are they? No, but the, va- the vast majority are like, "You're still in okay, Nick. You know, you could push." That's I what could. everybody says, mate. I could. Yeah, people were telling me to push to two yeah, fifty, two thirty, to go to two fifty. See, I put that video on my story. Yeah, but you were legit. Like that's. I don't know. I think I could have probably pushed. Yeah, you probably could have made a little bit more, but you were you were quite fat. Like that'd be like me at like three three hundred. But it's weird though, because like like I've said before, like remembering back then, I didn't feel. Mm. lethargic I didn't feel fat like I, I definitely I knew did. I was yeah. but I didn't feel like I think it's just because I was doing cardio every day like, yeah. do you remember there was never a time where it was like fucking hell you're unfit like in my sessions I was oh, still me, yeah. really really yeah, like yeah. I was recovering really well between sets Yeah. like as much as I was very very fat I think the only thing that was like really noticeable was my sleep Yeah. like I'd snore a lot and now and again Shannon would be worried that I was going to die similar to you yeah that's the worst um, issue for me. but other than that like other than nearly dying in my sleep, it was fine. <laughs> Everything was good. But then every night, like, Shannon thinking I'm going to die. Yeah, it was, it was really good. But no, like, I actually, I, I imagine if I was to go back to that right now, I'd be like, yeah. fucking hell, I feel oh, like, be, awful. Yeah. But because it was such a gradual increase to that point, and because I was, like, still doing cardio and everything, I remember just feeling really good. Yeah. Yeah, I think you definitely do. It's more impactful when you, like, fall out of sync. Like, I went to, obviously, Vegas, and we were doing cardio in the mornings, but it might have been why I did cardio four times instead of seven times in a week. And then I came back, and it was like the steps, my feet were fucked. And then it was a case where, obviously, I had New we York. We were doing and, a lot in Vegas, though, Yeah, it? It was busy. and then New York was literally two, three weeks after, which was as busy. And, like, I remember coming back, and it was like, I said to Finn, like, during the Vegas trip, I was like, I'd probably like to tidy up soon. Like, again, from a composition standpoint, I could have pushed up, but you it's said, a case where me. the responsiveness, how you feel, you like sleep, for example. I haven't had over, like, 60 as a sleep score more than once, probably, or twice that I can remember over the last, like, three or four months. Where, like, yeah, that's because you play games all night. <laughs> no, it's not at all. My, literally, mate, my, I, I sleep for, like, my. It, the other night, I remember it was like, I got to bed relatively, like, early. And it said I didn't get to bed till 2 a.m. Because I was like, yeah, which again, is going to be a bit of a glitch. Up. Yeah, I'm not going to say my aura ring is everything. I know I slept. But like, I'm a ver- I've always been a very light sleeper. Like When I was young, I used to always struggle to sleep. Um, so like the fact that I sleep. not a light sleeper. I was kicking him in Vegas <laughs> because he was snoring. No, I would say a light sleeper. I wake up a lot. Like I, It might not be a light sleeper, but I wake up maybe five or six times. I'm probably choking in my sleep yeah. and I was dying. So, you definitely <laughs> didn't. You, I was literally booting you and you weren't waking up. I was just... <laughs> Just snoring more. Horrible. So, and bearing in mind, Finn's saying this. Finn also did snore. Like, yeah. So we, Finn, I was, Finn I, is I was full of cookies every night. Yeah, full of cookies and ice cream, and just his body's trying to process it. <laughs> to be fair, I think the only night that I snored was the night that we all had cookies and ice cream. Yeah, maybe. But uh, but anyway, like I said, sleep was a bit shit. Appetite was getting to the point where like I just felt like very very like just meh. Um, I definitely felt more sluggish, but that was probably a combination of like routine and stuff like that. And also because of like performance, I'm not saying like performance is going to drop off. You get to a point where you're so heavy every set's battering you you're moving around like not like 270 280 it's not like it was like so hard no, but, but it was like i'd have a deload and within like a week or two after just hard training which again is granted when you're quite strong but i'd feel like i've legitimately just trashed myself yeah i remember like think back to the sessions when like i was i think we were both like, i i don't think you were like 
peak off season, but you were he- heavy. Yeah. And I was like, when we were deadlifting on that Saturday and we yeah. were both like getting good progressions every single week, mm. we were doing the hack on the Tuesday and yeah. we were both getting good progressions every yeah. week, doing like five plates plus every yeah. time. Then we were doing a leg press that was like absolutely battering us. Pressing, we were doing like seven plates plus on the shoulder press. Yeah. Obviously, you were doing more, but like yeah. every single session, it's like a massive lift yeah. that batters you. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's going to take its toll. Yeah. But then also, you can almost warrant that because you have so much energy yeah, stored yeah, yeah, yeah. and you just your joints are that secure with yeah, stupid just copious <laughs> amounts of lard around them. Yeah. And and it's olive fine. oil. Yeah, just, just literally full of olive oil. Yeah. So, it's yeah. a funny one because like thinking back to that now it's like oh like i'm looking forward to being back to that but i don't need to get to that like no. i don't need to be that heavy again i i won't benefit from being realistically that no, heavy but you again. don't benefit from getting to like if you were to be 230 now or 240 you don't get benefit immediately no, it's no, no, the no. process but of I mean, getting there even in the long term yeah i don't think i'll need to push up to that mm. i like, don't get me wrong i might but I, I very much doubt that i will like just based on the fact that thank you for that mate it was lovely it's all right it's a uh, four pound or something whenever okay, you get chances yeah, transfer yeah, yeah. Sad, I said over. Um, I sent it over in the intermission yeah so no but like even in the, the long term I don't think I'll need to push up to that no. based on the fact that when it next comes to a diet it's just more work to do yeah. you know what I mean whereas like, I know that I can still have my performance at a very high level at 180 to 200 pounds yeah you know what I mean but then also because I've been that heavy and I've been yeah, you almost that set your, strong, yeah. but have I been that strong or have I just been fatter? Yeah. You know what I mean? I just, I just had more weight behind me. Yeah. So like, I think in the long term, like, it's easy to be like, oh, I want to push up to that. And I think you should if you need to make big strides forward from a muscularity standpoint. I think it depends like, on age as well. Like, yeah, as well. I'm not yeah. young anymore. You know what I mean? Like, You're I, fucking old, man. Yeah. But I'm not like at that age where, like for example, Josh, like I keep saying to Josh, like, I'm going to push you up. Like, yeah. you're going to get pretty heavy. And he should. Gonna, yeah. yeah, because he's young. Like, I think if you're in your early 20s... Or, for, or younger, more so training years. Like, yeah, if your well. first few years of training, just get heavy. Most of it. Get, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think I'm at that point now where it's like, realistically, do I need to do that? Yeah. Like, for me to... St- like, now, going into the gym, I don't feel like, oh, I need more body weight for this no. to feel better. Like, no. I don't feel like that on any movement at the minute. Yeah. The only reason I maybe would think that is that I've been heavier before. Yeah, you know so what I mean? you've had that, like, stability. Yeah, whereas yeah. now, I'm not thinking... I don't feel unstable on any movement. No. I don't feel unsafe. I don't feel like I've not got enough energy yeah. or anything like that. It's literally just a case of time now, long, yeah. long term. Like, I'd be happy to literally be in a surplus, a small surplus, for the next two, three years yeah. without probably needing a mini cut. If I do need yeah. one, I'll just pull back. But yeah. realistically, if I was to be, let's say, by the end of all that, high 190s, 200, yeah. and be like the best I've ever been at that, yeah. I'm happy with that. You know yeah. what I mean? Rather than being like, right, I'll push up to 235 because I got to 233 yeah. last time, yeah. then I'll pull back. It's like, yeah, but you got to 233 last time and you were fucking really fat. Yeah, and then you have to diet off. Like, yeah, yeah, I find uh, it mental. My like, pre-prep was like 46 pounds. Yeah. Like, realistically, a pre-prep should maybe be like 15 to 20. Like, if you've always been like two... Like, let's say, for example, I know you weren't always 230. And like, naturally, you'll, you'll stay like a more lean sort of composition. But if you've always been like really, really heavy, when you get down to like even 180, 190, when you're not stage conditioned, you'll be like, Jesus Christ, I feel like I've pulled a lot of weight yeah, off. Like you almost feel like point, slightly different in comparison. And it's like, there's no surprise you see people that do well, especially in the natural kind of feds. I think enhanced, it's a little bit different because you've got assistants to play with. But in the natural sort of realms, the people that stay quite close to their, let's say, not stage condition, but no, they're not dieting loads. Yeah, and find it easier. Yeah, so like, for example, if you were to look at Josh, Connor, like Flanagan, people that just like... 10 kilo preps at most and then they get lean and they're like oh sound i can say like this so for example for somebody who's pulled off let's say 40 50 60 pounds plus maybe it might be a case where you might look good for one show but try and look good for multiple shows and multiple months you're probably gonna get worse i think it's i think if you're doing it in the sense of like again like a pre-prep yeah doing it in multiple stints it's doable but like even looking at mine like i remember thinking when i started i was like oh i'm starting in a good spot yeah like looking back now, I was fat. Like I was well, like when you were like one nine five, I was one nine six, yeah. I think when I started. Yeah. Like I remember then thinking, like, oh, I'm starting in a good spot, yeah. and it wasn't bad. Like no. don't get me wrong, it was better than two thirty odd. Yeah. But still, like now, if I had a client starting at that, I'd be like, this is softer than I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's just based on experience and. But also again, based mindset on how that as well. You go from two thirty to one eighty, you feel lean. Like oh well, yeah, like, it's quite hard fair, at times like, to be I like. Think, I think when I was one eighty, like the look was pretty good. Especially coming back up, yeah. the look was the look was good because it yeah. was like right, okay, I'm a, a lot leaner, but I'm still full. Like, and I 
on the way back up, I'm obviously increasing fullness. Performance was really good. Yeah. Performance was a bit shit towards the end of the pre-preps. Then when you come back up, it's yeah. like, oh, I feel great, yeah. looking really good. But then, yeah, like if I look at it in isolation, if I forget all that, I still I started prep heavy than I would actually recommend yeah. now, based on what I sort of experienced. You know what I mean? Like if I was yeah. to, if I was to be prepping this year, I'd probably be looking at starting one eighty. Yeah. And so what would that be like? Twenty five pounds? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it. My my was so I started at like one eighteen technically, but I went away and I came back at one twelve and I was on stage at one hundred and two, so it was twenty two pounds, like. Obviously, the bodybuilding shows were a bit lighter, but that was like pretty sound 22 pounds in 14 weeks, 15 weeks, and then 10, 10 kilos in the and then yeah, and then 20 and then 25 pounds. I yeah, 10 days, <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh shit, I've actually over dieted, I've lost all my muscle, I'm so flat, fuck, <laughs> what have I done? But yeah, that's like, it, I think that gives you a better sort of understanding, but you learn, like, again, it's it's very and it's also as well, like, situation dependent, like, even though you know how your body's going to respond, you don't really know how you're going to look after a certain period of time, like. In hindsight, with what you said for last year, which is meant to say last year because mm. we're now into the new year, but like I remember when you were setting up your shows, and we both were like, Well, you know, if I get lean, I can do this, I can do that, I can do this. But the actual process of being there, it's like, yeah. Oh, this is actually not just a simple yeah. process of no, I can do, do a diet break, or I can treat this show as a deload. You feel shit, you look worse, yeah, <laughs> your head's also, a mess. yeah exactly. That's it. I yeah. think that's what it is. Ma- the main thing is that sort of mental stability at that point oh, mate, it's yeah. like you it's difficult to just go right i'll implement a diet break i'm going to feel better i'm going to look better because yeah. at that point you don't even really know what feeling better or looking oh, better no, you is you anything. just sort yeah. of need to just do the do and, and almost try and just let let it almost like let it happen like yeah. don't over analyze things like, i wish i was like a kid where it was like you know you give somebody like their first ever prep like a refeed and they're like i feel amazing yeah. i remember like on the days that i'd refeed on monday and you'd be like what's up with you like you're fucking quiet as anything i was like i feel shit yeah. and you're like how many you had extra food i was like yeah but it's not doing anything like i feel shit yeah. <laughs> like i don't feel great like but again i, I feel think... like at times that youthness of like oh my god i've had yeah. 50 grand extra carbs i feel awesome yeah i think it's maybe as well like i wouldn't say lack of experience but it's maybe a bit of naivety like yeah it's like placebo effect like if yeah. i was to say to you five years ago right here's this try it and you'll feel great oh, you yeah. probably would just because yeah. i've told you yeah. or vice versa yeah. whereas like now we'd both be a bit more analytical and be like well, is that realistically yeah. going to be beneficial like am i actually going to feel better for it or is it just going to be i've had carbs in meal one like wow i feel so much better yeah. but to be fair like i do think there is obviously warrant to it and and performance definitely takes yeah. like does does improve and the look improves you might still physically feel shit yeah. but generally like what i found was even if i whenever i had like the refeeds or diet break or was filling up into a show i still felt i was still very lean so yeah. i still felt all the same like negative tendencies from the yeah. diet but it was almost like in the immediate term getting up out of my seat was easier yeah you know what i mean little things like that oh, it's yeah, like, oh actually I've, yeah. got, I have got more energy yeah. and like mental energy was there more i wasn't maybe as irritable or as ratty yeah. like if shannon asked me a question like that had pissed me off yeah i'd probably when, 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 fuck off shannon when, when i'd had more food i'd probably yeah. be a bit like a bit more responsive you yeah. know what i mean like or if she did something funny i'd actually have the energy to laugh yeah whereas like if you're on low food high expenditure yeah and you're losing at maybe a quite maybe a faster rate than you should be at a certain point. Like yeah. that's when like all those just normal day to day tasks just become a bit like, yeah. like everything feels like more of a drag, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I felt that was a good little chat. Yeah. I wanted to um, go on. What were you gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say we should do one about like this would be another one like prep mistakes that we've both made. That would be quite a good one. We'd have to draft some things because I think instantly when you were saying that, what springs to mind was when you were like one seventy to one seven three for like four weeks five weeks and i remember that was when you started really digging and you weren't looking yeah. much better and you were like i'm gonna run a refeed i'm gonna run a di- bit of a diet break i think you had like a refeed you went up a few pounds you were like oh, i gotta do more i think it was that in was the start shows, yeah it? that well, was the it start was, i think what it was was after the fitex show physique yeah. i think i was like right i need to be a lot leaner for bodybuilding yeah. and i don't think there was that long like well no. the, what there was but again like because I had the A1 show planned, I was almost thinking I need to be ready for that. Yeah. And I didn't because no. it was a warm-up show ages before. It was yeah. like, I, I remember literally being like, I'm doing the A1 as a warm-up, but it's literally just to see like how my posing is and things like that. Like I'm not yeah. I'm not going to be in true stage condition, but I'm pretty lean. Yeah. But then like, I remember thinking like after the the Fitex, I was like, I need to be shredded for this A1 show. Yeah. I was like, 
no you don't I was already lean anyway yeah. like, I was already looked good you know? it'd, have been, it'd have been sound if I'd have stepped on stage in the same condition as the Fitex yeah. for the A1 that'd been absolutely fine yeah. but instead I was like I need to be loads leaner because now I'm going to have my legs out yeah. So and then I think it was from then where it was like uh, yeah it was almost like because I'd pushed harder and harder that was when my body didn't respond very yeah. well and then it was like right, now I'm going to pull back gonna do, yeah I need to pull back but then you gain a bit of weight then you're like right, I need to push harder and, then, yeah, it's, and just... it's a slippery slope of like wanting to do more and like having that like responsiveness you know there were definitely certain stages throughout the prep where it was like everything felt really good and really smooth and I was looking really good Yeah. and then like you have a day where you feel trashed or yeah. whatever and then your head goes a little bit yeah. And but again it's all normal like I think everybody experiences that like it's completely normal to feel like that yeah but yeah, like there's definitely loads of stuff that I learned from myself, from clients' preps this year, from other people's preps, like yeah. people who didn't do well, people who did do well, like looking at their starting point, looking at other things, how they managed the prep. Like there's loads of things that you learn from just basically anecdotal evidence of how everyone else is sort of managing things. Like yeah. I think what's always good is like looking at the people who do well, like looking at the people who, let's say, ended up going to WMBF Worlds or the people who were winning those shows mm. and like looking at them and looking at what they do in their off season and yeah. looking at, you know, how their training is and things like that. Like it's very cliche but it is true. Like success does leave clues. Yeah. And if you're not taking that into account, like again, a lot of it can be genetic sort of components. Often the people who do well, they have got yeah. very good genetics. Like that's a big part. But also you can't just use that as an excuse to ignore you know what yeah. I mean like so like if they're all doing a lot of the same kind of things in terms of maybe not getting that heavy in the off season maybe their training is let's say maybe they've got a bro split yeah like that's something that you think right all the people that were the top guys in the WMBF or in this or in that were doing a bro split yeah that that is something that you need to take into account like I think people often go almost neglect what I'm doing I, my shit and I'm doing it well so I'm going to stick with yeah, it yeah which is great like, but I think you know like how people will go well Ron, this is what Ronnie did and then people like laugh about that and go oh that's fucking yeah, stupid yeah. and I get that because it's Ronnie Coleman but yeah. also like you got to think there is going to be some warrant behind like what the most successful athletes are doing yeah. you can't just go oh fuck that it's just, they're all just genetic freaks yeah, like yeah. yeah a lot of them are very very good genetically but they're also probably doing things well oh, things I bet like, like if the average individual lived with like peak Ronnie Coleman was eating like seven meals a day training as hard as he was they'd make like, they would make progress, loads yeah. of progress and they'd be like oh shit even though studies only say I need four protein synthesis yeah. spikes per day and maybe I can be in the gym for 60 minutes and 90 minutes so it's like, or you just go in trash yourself yeah. eat a lot of food sleep a lot you'd probably be actually making is, far more yeah, progress I think it is like nowadays it's just everything's overanalyzed and yeah. like the amount of times in, in check-ins where like people will ask us like questions about like the, the the minute details yeah but then they're like oh so i missed two sessions this week it's like, yeah but you've just asked about like the a smallest bars, thing yeah or like yeah. something in regards to nutrition like they'll be asking about a specific food and the micronutrients that yeah. it, it contains and then they're like, in the next sentence like so yeah my sleep's been shit and it's yeah, like yeah. what like you're not doing the basics right yeah. like you if you're not doing the basics right those small percentages make they, they, they don't make any difference at all. They make no sense to even question them. Yeah. Like, if you're not getting a good amount of sleep every night, if you're not training really, really hard, like, again, you see it all the time, like, in, in gyms nowadays, most people, I would say, are just more bothered about training really accurately yeah. than training hard. Definitely. And it's like, you kind of need to do both. Like, we've always said, when we were training like idiots, like, yeah. we learned a lot from that. Because yeah. it was like, okay, we actually know how to train stupidly hard yeah. now. We forget, like, when I trained with Owen, won't mind me saying, when I trained with Owen on Saturday, mm. like, he was like, I was like jokingly calling him a pussy yeah. with like some of the things that he was doing. But then I also forget, like, you've done that before. Oh, yeah. 100%. But also, like, that's quite normal. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's completely normal. But yeah. I forget that, like, for me, if, if we were to go and train right now and do 10 sets and just take them all to failure, yeah. past failure, with partials, with force reps, length and partials? Length and oh, partials. So, yeah. so hypertrophic. I'm We'd just grown be, saying that we wouldn't be like throwing up no we'd just be like fucking hell that was a good session oh yeah but when somebody but if you do that for someone yeah. else they're yeah. throwing up yeah, yeah, they yeah. can't train for the and next even three the people days you think like train hard but it takes time yeah you know? it is it's a skill yeah it is and it's like kind of like the setting the standards of like a leg press for example i don't know if you know you trained with, with owen you've replaced me for that session cheers mm. um but let's say for example he was to do a leg press he's probably maybe two or three reps away from failure 
to the average individual, like let's say That's Premier, like, they'd be like six set. Yeah. The reason I say that, literally the other day, um, Jordan Jallen was spotting, uh, who's the classic dude that he's doing his prep this year? Uh, Ollie? Ollie Martin. Yeah. And Ollie did a set where he probably had maybe one or two in the tank. And Jalen was like, mate, fucking wicked yeah. set. And like, Sanaya literally was like, yeah, about two more left. But to, I'm not saying to them as a, it's a, it's a, like, it's a not no, but talking like, down upon them. To the average individual or to people that even compete and stuff like that, that's sound. But yeah, I think per- perceived failure versus yeah. true failure are two yeah. very different things. It was a good things. set. It was a decent yeah. set. Like, that's better than a lot of people. But again, like, with somebody yeah, where if, if you, you were to take them there, the reaction is like, oh my God, what the fuck? I wouldn't even you say know? that though. I think as well, a lot of people struggle to get to that point because of things like their breathing and their bracing. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. O- Owen's. Hack squat, for example, like yeah. he almost looked like he was going to fail from rep four, but then he got yeah. like eleven reps. Yeah, and it, I said to him, I was like, "Why on earth is rep four that slow? Yeah. Like, it's because you're not breathing very well, you're not bracing very effectively, yeah. and you're not fully switched on." Like after four reps, he was like, "Oh, Niall threw up when he trained yeah, legs with us, and we didn't try and kill him or anything. It was literally a case where Just I think he failed session. a leg press, if I remember correctly. He might have failed a rep, and we were like, "Go again." Yeah, and then he got the next rep. rep. Yeah. yeah, and it's like if I spot Finn on a leg press, unless he's like a week out from a show. I know exactly when I'm going to probably have to jump in. There'll be a few times, like yesterday, for example, I said to him on a Smith press, oh, I thought you could have had that. I rarely ever say that, but that's because I've seen Finn do and it thousands of sets. Yeah, and it was thousands yeah. of sets. And that wasn't because of anything other than it was just a heavy set. But I think, again, if like the amount of times I remember training with Comran in prep and I jumped in on a leg press where I was like, why did I have to jump in? You had yeah. so many more. Like and he was day. ruined afterwards. And I said to him, like, this shows, like, your training is good, but there's a fine line between it being a little bit better, which is going to show on your physique. The other day, um, Reese trained with Sanaya, replaced me. Oh, here we go. And I said, fucking hell, during the leg press. He, during the set, he it went, was a he went shit oh, race. fucking hell. And then uh, after the set, I was like, why are you being a pussy? Like, and you were like, what? And I was like, you shouldn't be saying fucking hell in the set. And you were like, yeah, I know, I know. Like, it was because my brace wasn't good. Yeah. Like, little things like that, like, I think for most people, like yeah. during a set, if they go, "Oh, come on!" Yeah. Like <laughs> for us, we're like, "Why are you wasting energy? Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't you, you don't need to be wasting that energy." If you're shouting, "Come on!" at yourself, or if you're going, "Oh, fucking hell!" or on a leg press, if you take your hands off the handles and hold your legs, no, like I fucking hate that. <laughs> all you're doing yeah. is making it harder for yourself. Yeah. Like you should just all you should be thinking is like literally breathe, brace, get the next rep. Yeah. Breathe, sing, brace, sing, get sing the next rep. rep. Time. Like, yeah. and if you don't get the next rep that should be because you've truly failed. Yeah. Like It shouldn't be because your breathing wasn't good or you're telling yourself it's harder than it is yeah. or your bracing wasn't efficient. Like, yeah, like little things like that. I think we've, again, just learned from years and years of training together and training yeah. really fucking hard. Like if you think about back, we used to train harder than we do now Definitely. because we're a little bit yeah. smarter with things now. And also we're stronger. Like If I tried to do what I did before, fucking hell. Yeah, but also rude. we just know, Yeah, like let's say for example back in the day when we'd be on the hack at, yeah. at pure gym like we, we know that that's place. that's not really going to stimulate much yeah. much growth like when you're just bottoming into the rep like yeah we trained harder then zero second eccentric one rep max with seven assisted reps yes, that like, was, they were hard that sets was really hard but they weren't very hypertrophic like they, no. were, <laughs> they weren't very good no but then if you think about our lockdown sessions if you were to think about that upper session that we used to take as like five hours on a saturday like legitimately like minimum yeah. four hours it would be like let th- be a lateral raise that was like probably the only nice exercise two to three heavy barbell presses probably like a well, barbell shoulder press access to a barbell like incline and then maybe a close grip or like a dumbbell like we it's a set of a dumbbell press sometimes we'd then do like a dumbbell row as a single arm row we do like barbell row. a barbell, a chest supported barbell row, and then we do like a set of weighted pull ups. Or oh, then maybe even shrugs. Yeah, like. yeah, shrugs as well. We did some of them. But if you think about that, in essence, as a whole session, it's not actually that much. Like if we were to go into Rotherham now yeah. and do a lateral, two to three presses, yeah. no, a, but, lat, a lat movement, an upper back movement, yeah. and a shrug, yeah. something like that, and then a bit of arms. Yeah, no, it's be, not. You'd be like, oh, it's a, a pretty long upper session, yeah. but it'd be like two and a half, three hours. But yeah. because it was. Everything was barbell based. Yeah. Everything was having to be set up. Yeah, but like, imagine like, just going on a machine. Setting like we used to literally have to craft the gym, move the benches around. We had different setups with blocks, and everything was like right. We're doing this for this, and it was more so a case where like because it was barbell movements, you'd be ruined for a good amount of time. I guarantee we'll have burnt like two thousand calories every session. Oh mate, I had th- that's when I used to have three hundred and seventy grams yeah. of frosties post workout. Like what's that? Three hundred carbs just from cereal. <laughs> We used to like that was one of my f- the highest I've ever had my food really because it was a case where we were on our feet, 
we didn't have like our phones didn't have service so we just and had also, phone, like songs like, downloaded because it was during lockdown yeah what else were we doing yeah exactly you know what i mean like it's yeah. not as if like in the morning we were going out or in the evening yeah. we were doing something with like i, I think you were seeing sanaya at that yeah. point but like me and shannon weren't doing anything because yeah. everywhere was closed yeah so it was like all your energy for the day was just like, yeah fucking kill yeah, yourself good. let's just get into the gym they were good days they were yeah definitely that. yeah they were they were good fun um but yeah, I think it's one of those where, like, again, you just have to learn the basics of training hard and just getting after it. But the problem is, is and again, this is something that a lot of people probably don't realise, the standards, like, that we set, I do sets when I was on my own. And, like, I remember being ultraflex leads, like, bottling a set where, like, I'd fail a hack squat and I would legitimately, like, smash my head against a wall yeah. or, like, fucking hit a wall, like, not punch a wall, but I'd, like, slap my hand or I'd, like, headbutt my fucking phone to the point where it sounds mental, but I'd get no, so frustrated because I'd be like, why am I fucking failing yeah. a hack that I should get a rep for? You I know? remember, like, back in the day when I did, when I was prepping for, or maybe even my off-season before the prep yeah. for my first show, I think it was maybe when I was being coached by AJ or just yeah. before, I remember like my hack squat sets. I'd literally stare at a certain point at the wall and like every single rep like towards failure, I'd literally be like imagining horrible things yeah. happening if I didn't get the rep. Yeah. Like, whereas now I don't really need to do no. that because I've developed that ability to just make sure that I take it there. Yeah. And if I don't, I, I, I wouldn't, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, I make sure that it goes to that point yeah. anyway. But back in the day, I'd have to really get amped up for it and yeah. really get switched on. Otherwise I wouldn't be able to perform well. Yeah. Whereas now you still need that now and again, obviously on like really big demanding yeah. movements. But like I remember doing that back in the day on like every set, and that's something like with Josh at the minute. He's like learning that, yeah, and he's loving it, yeah, which is great. But then also he's doing it on like, let's say his leg extension, right at the end of the session. Yeah, and I'm like, just... I'm like, you can still get everything out of his leg extension, yeah. but actually just go into it a bit calmer, yeah, and you'll probably get more out of it because yeah. you're not going into it as amped up. You're not creating so much arousal before it to the point where you actually then make the set worse. Yeah, like there's some exercises at certain points in the session where you actually benefit from just going in with a bit of a calmer approach. Yeah. But again, not everybody can distinguish that. It's like, yeah. it's one or the other. It's either like full on rage or like, I'm going into going in a like pussy. it really chill. Yeah. 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 And like there's a fine find line. that balance. I think you naturally go from like being extremely, I think the progression is like, you don't realize, then you realize, oh, I actually get benefit from being mentally a bit more switched on. Yeah. Then it goes to like way too aroused, like stupidly inaccurate, but like aggressive. Then you almost kind of fine tune it to a point where it's like some exercises, yeah. And then I think as you get longer in your training, like the only exercise I really, really get amped up for is a hinge. Like it's the only one that I'm like, right, 100% need to be at it. Everyone else, I'm like, probably like 70 to 80%, more like calm and composed. But there's still that level of arousal, but it's lesser just fucking move the weight yeah. you know where and I think eventually like it'll probably get to a point where I'm like so spot on with a hinge that I can probably go in at 70-80% calm composed and but still, still be to the same standard yeah. yeah but I think it's naturally like when I I remember when we trained at like pure or lockdown every exercise was like right get a fucking song on you get your head get, yeah. spot on right go in be aggressive right move the weight where now like if we train push together if I could train push it would be a case of like right cool big movement top set get yourself ready but it wouldn't be like let's fucking go let's, yeah. you know let's get if after anything, it I feel you like know? you just lose that accuracy yeah when there's movements where you don't need to go in at that level Mate, like, if you're on a smith press where it's a straight line yeah. do you really need to be like okay here we fucking go exactly you know? I think but at some point in your training, you do need to learn that. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you don't know how to take it all the way there. Yeah. But yeah, like, literally like you were just saying then, it is it's like it is just an inverted U mm. in terms of like performance and arousal. Like there is literally like evidence and loads of studies oh, yeah. done on that, yeah, yeah. that inverted U graph where it's basically like you'll find a certain peak point of arousal. That's where your peak level of performance would be. And it's different for everybody, different for every exercise, for every individual. So like we've said before, like I can't really go into a hinge as amped up as you yeah. because I just like I did mm. two, three weeks ago. Yeah. Now I've fucked my back. So it's like, okay, that's not yeah. smart. I need to be more calm and, and you know really just focus on getting tight if I'm going to go into that. Whereas like on a squat pattern. Um, the exact opposite. Yeah, yeah I, I can just get after it because generally yeah. squat patterns feel decent for me. Yeah. Whereas for you, it's like you have to really think about your execution. Yeah. So again, it is dependent on that, that exercise, that individual. And usually I'd say like, weaker body parts for most people like you'd find that it'd be your weaker body parts where you're probably gonna have to think a little bit more yeah. going into the set rather than just moving it yeah no 
That's a good point. Anything else you wanted to cover? What, where are we at time-wise? What we? I think we'll wrap it up there. And yeah, then we'll do, 44. Yeah, do some sounds. separate separate episodes. So yeah. we'll, we'll leave that as like a, a catch-up and just a general chat episode. I say catch-up. I feel like we need to stop. We never used to say, okay, this is a catch-up. This is just a once you're in, you're in. This is just a chat. This is just where we're at, how things are, uh, and how our New Year's been. Before we actually wrap up, how was your New Year's, mate? You went out for a nice yeah, meal? Yeah, we might as well do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what day was it? Sunday. So, what did we do? I feel like we did something in the day. Anal bleaching? Yeah, it might have been. Oh, oh shit. Sorry, guys. Finn just turned the lights off. There we go. Um, <laughs> right, the lights have turned off, so oh, hopefully you still see us. Yeah, those ones are. Yeah, well. um, yeah, I can't remember what we did in the day, but in the evening we went, oh, in the day. So, basically, we, we booked this restaurant. It's called, mm-hmm. it's like a pub slash restaurant called Quandon Fox, I think. Yeah, and it's like five minute drive yeah. um, and they messaged two minute drive in the Mustang they messaged Shannon in the morning and they were like we look forward to seeing you this evening for our New Year's Eve menu from 65.99 per person and Shannon was like I haven't booked that like yeah. I booked a table I didn't book this menu so she rang them and then they were like uh, yeah that's the only option and she was like alright and then I, I, we looked at the menu and I was like, if it's good, I don't mind. Yeah, like, it's not I bet like, it's very over. The, if it it's, wasn't, yeah, mate, there was yeah. like nothing on there that either. Those New Year's been. Eve menus are literally like seven things long. Well, they're was, all extremely was, like, oh, you'll have octopus or something yeah, stupid. I can't remember what it was, but it was like three courses. Um, there was like a couple of desserts that looked all right. Yeah. But like other than that, it was like the mains were just fancy, like yeah, overly fancy. I mean, yeah. yeah. The starters, like there was nothing that we'd really liked. So I was like, I'll ring them again and I'll like ask. So I rang them again. And obviously it was off my number this time. Yeah. So I was like, oh, we've booked a table for tonight. Like, I've got a text saying this. And they're like, yeah, that's the only option. And I was like, well, I didn't book that and I wasn't made aware of that. Yeah. I was like, so we don't want that menu. And they were like, oh, okay, well, you know, you have to sit in the the, the bar area instead. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, that's fine. I was like, as long as we can just have the normal menu. And they were yeah. like, yeah, yeah, sound. So we got there and they sat us in the restaurant and they were like, here's the menu. And I said, I was like, oh, we rang earlier. And they were like, oh, let me just check. And then they went and spoke to this guy, and they were like, "Oh, you can't sit in this re- in this part of the restaurant." And I was like, "The sound, like, yeah. but like, where, like, can we have a decent table?" So, like, luckily, we got a decent table. Imagine, like, yeah, you can have a takeaway, <laughs> mate. Like, <laughs> I thought we were gonna have to sit like at the bar, you know, yeah. like sit like on stools. Imagine. But luckily, we got like a nice table. It, was, it all yeah. worked out fine, and the meal was really good. To be fair, like, really, really nice. Yeah. And then we just went home. We we bought a game called Tension, so it's yeah. like. Um, do you know, like, I think it's, like, called Tenable on, on TV. And I've it's heard, like, I don't know what Tenable you basically, is. I've heard of it, though. You basically, like, have to name, like, the top ten things. Or, okay. like, or like ten things. So if I was to say to you, like, animals that start with the letter S, yeah, yeah. there'd be ten things on this card, and okay. in a minute you have to see how many you can get. Yeah. And then however many you get, you move that many on the board and stuff. So we yeah, just yeah. played that, tried to stay up till midnight, got to, like, just after 11. Yeah, and then it. I was like, I'm knackered. Yeah. We just went to bed. Um, Shannon said she was awake still for the fireworks, like, but I'd luckily fallen asleep. Yeah, I wouldn't. Fireworks, nah. I'm glad I didn't, I like, I didn't do watch anything. Because like, yeah. the day after, I felt really good. I was straight back into my normal routine. Like, yeah. I had a lot of clients checking in who were like, oh, you know, I feel battered because oh, New mate, Year's. Yeah, and, like, I woke up and I had no check ins really. And then about like maybe by 10, 11, yeah, like most I had of them a came lot, through. I had a lot less though. Yeah. Because like, obviously, people, to be fair, people on like, that they're they can do what they want they're busy you know? and yeah, yeah like new year's day a lot of people it's obviously like a family day and stuff a lot of people know a lot of people treat it like i didn't know new year's was such a thing to like people treat it people. like another christmas day yeah i don't i've never thought about anything like this was mm. the first time i've ever had an alcoholic beverage on new year's or new year's eve like i've never drank jacob said that you had a lot i didn't mean drink that much he said he had more he had you. loads he said he, he, said he, <laughs> man, he was in a better state than you yeah what he said he, he had more than you and he was in a better state. No, mate, he was awful. He was the most drunk out of us all. Jacob, you're a liar, mate. Uh, it's going to go red. Yeah, Jacob drank way too much. Uh, B-modified owner. He was he was fucked, like, really bad. He was, like, standing up going, Mel, leave me alone, I'm drunk. <laughs> I was like, yeah, so Jacob, I'm not having that. He was awful. Like, I'm surprised he said that because it was, like, a very known apparent thing. Jacob's the worst. Um, so, <laughs> like, he had the most out of us all. Uh, I was probably the most sober. I didn't really drink that much. Um, I had, like, maybe four five drinks um but to be fair like they were quite like four or five bottles yeah. four or five bottles yeah four or five bottles uh but no it was cool um we went round like they like mel and sanar cooked some food we had like some burgers and some like chips or whatever um you had loads didn't you binged. Had, yeah binged. I, uh, to be fair i, I saw less, all the food you get crisps and everything mate 
I didn't eat the crisps. Don't lie. I think it's I had the. No, I genuinely didn't. Oh, like, they had. Fair, you can't eat. So. Yeah, they had loads of food. Like they and had loads of food on the table. Like, tiny little, had like bits. a little bit, little bit here, little oh, bit there. Oh, I'm full. I'm full. <laughs> <laughs> I had like four mouthfuls. I'm like, I can't eat anymore. <laughs> Pushed up too much. Um, but no, it was it was a good night. Um, me and Jacob played some Fall Guys. You know what Fall Guys is? The, yeah. the game. Do you know it? Yeah. You played it. Uh, yeah, we know when it was like really popular. Yeah, yeah. When it first like came out, I played yeah. it a bit then. We both peaked really early. We got like into the finals. Like I got like I fifth, and he got yeah, mate. Jacob got like third, and then we were like the girls came in to like watch. We all had a bit of like a we all went in turns, and like me and Jacob were like, oh yeah, we just got like finals, almost won. Like we we're really good. The next like we got eliminated first it's round hard. like for like seven times in a row. And we were like, okay, let's just stop yeah. playing this. So yeah, we played a bit, a bit of Cards Against Humanity, which was the first time that they ever played that. Um, yeah, we had like a game called like Monkey. Tails or something like Go yeah, Bananas, which is quite good Flex fun. Popped it though. Yeah, Flex fucked it. So yeah, I was, know what happened there. Yeah, did you I'll just speak chat, to? I'll have a chat with Jacob. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was a good night. Um, went to bed at like two. Before that, Jacob was showing me all his gear supplies, <laughs> just classic meathead stuff. He was like, "Oh yeah, I get this." He was like, "You could try that if you want." <laughs> I was just like looking through his drawers, like, "All right, this is classic meathead sort of stuff." Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. See you in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Sorry, <laughs> do you want to pin me right now, bro?" <laughs> so yeah, so that was that. Um, and then otherwise, um, woke up like. I went to bed like I slept on a sofa like bed that was like admittedly probably not the best like but that being said I, again I don't sleep the best so we I slept for like five hours didn't really sleep the best and woke up feeling all right and then it was my first day of the diet trained arms did my cardio did the same sort of stuff that I would usually do so yeah I think it's one of those where the problem is if you treat it like let's say you have a few drinks you do wake up a bit sluggish but I was like right I got some hydroflow in I drank water I before say, I went to clients yeah that I was like saying just have hydroflow like, I got some, loads of them would message me in the morning like I had all my hydroflow last night. I had an <laughs> half a tub of hydroflow. Half a tub of hydroflow. No, but like I woke up the next day. Like I went for a walk. When I got back, I did some cardio, and like I didn't feel amazing, but I didn't feel hungover. I think the problem the is it's very thing... easy to go. I'm gonna do nothing. Yeah. And not go outside, and you just feel naff. Yeah. You feel the worst, awful. The worst thing to do is like feel sorry for yourself, get a takeaway. Yeah. And then, but it's like 4 p.m. and you've done no steps, and yeah. you're like. Oh, I feel so shit. Yeah, because like, yeah, you've just been lazy all day. Yeah, like, yeah, you're exactly. better off just being like, oh, I feel a bit shit. Let's just crack on. Yeah, exactly. And then by like, I remember like by like five, six p.m., I was like, oh, I feel sound. You just need to rehydrate. Arms. That's yeah. literally all it is. Yeah, literally, I felt fine. Like I wasn't hungover when I woke up, but you always feel like you haven't slept that well. You feel a bit more sluggish. But it was like, okay, I felt like this before. Let's just get cracking. Let's actually just not listen to how I feel immediately. And like by like midday into the afternoon, I was like, okay, cool, I'm sound. And then yeah. trained, felt good. And then like ever since, I've been all good. And I had so, one yeah. drink. Did you? Yeah. What'd you have? It was a like apple and cinnamon gin, something like that. Can't remember. It looked nice on the menu. And okay. I was supposed to get it with tonic. I asked for it with tonic, but they gave me it with lemonade. Okay. And they gave Shannon hers with tonic. Okay. And she doesn't like gin and tonic. She likes gin and lemonade. Yeah. yeah. So I had to have. We, we tonic, basically swapped I've never had tonic, tonic water. It's just uh, oh, it's, it not, almost I, like a fizzy water. No, I tonic I water thought, is. I'm so fucking uneducated when it comes to. I, if you had said tonic, I honestly thought tonic is gin and tonic. I thought that's like tonic is like an alcoholic beverage. No, it's like vodka and coke. Coke yeah. isn't the alcoholic okay. part. It's so, the mixer. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. Now I know. You learn something new every day. Point to end on. Yeah. Right. There we go, guys. Hopefully everyone's enjoyed. Hopefully you can see me. I think I'm lurking in the shadows and working in the shadows um that'll be that hopefully everyone's enjoyed please get us to 500 subs please get us please. to 800 if anything subscribe this is good but 500 sounds and better, so if you subscribe could please give us a rating on spotify yeah. five star i think we're approaching we're, we're above 350 ratings now so if you've cool. got here and you've listened to us for over an hour pretty much or around that sort of time i'm not too sure how long it's been you can at least especially especially because it's free do us a favour, sort us out, and we'll appreciate you ever so much, and we'll still ask on the next podcast to do the exact same. So, yeah, thanks as always, guys. Bye-bye. See you later.